Mornings are darker. Leaves turn brighter. Nights are cooler. Enjoy your fall season with us every weekday here on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Well, it's a good day for singing the song and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning to night. A good day. Good morning, Grand Valley. 709, 9 after the hour here. Watchdog Morning Show. Welcome to Thursday. Got a busy one for you. A lot of things to get into over the course of the morning this morning. But first of all, I'll tell you, uh, Mr. Slider, it is a frosty morning out there. I don't know what the Jeep was like, but my car was actually frosted over today. First time I've had frost on the car. Yeah, completely covered uh, in frost this morning, so I'm assuming. Now, I know that it takes more than that. There must have been a little bit maybe more moisture in the air this morning, but it appeared to be colder this morning than it was yesterday. It's uh, 28 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. The feels-like temperature is 23, 24 degrees at the Highlands, 21 in Elm Grove, and 26 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. And again, uh, frost uh, frost everywhere. Um, I let the car defrost itself, turn it on early and let it go. I think you do that, too, to kind of get it. But if you don't do that, I actually probably have to scrape the windshield, I suppose, this morning because it was actual frost. It wasn't just that little little layer of dew. It was actual frost this morning. No doubt about it. Uh, if, uh, if you don't uh, want to let your car run, make sure you have a scraper because uh, you're going to need one or the other. Sunny with a high of 47, the official prediction for the day today. Uh, so it will get warmer, but not dramatically warmer. Uh, it's definitely a bundle-up kind of morning. And I don't have a lot of details. I guess you don't either. Uh, Channel 7 has been reporting it. There is a fire in downtown Wheeling, uh, 16th Street. That's about all I know. Do you know any more about that than I do? Just watching Channel 7 before I, I headed in this morning, it appears to me that it's on the opposite side of the uh, of 16th Street. And I heard uh, Rebecca say that it was an old maybe apartment building. I was thinking, okay. Kind of, kind of picture so you'd have to go looking out of Channel 7, our old uh, building, right. WVLY. If you'd walk out there, it would be to your right, I guess, I across so. the street. Now, there used to be an old pizza place across there. Foxes used to be uh, there. Okay, yeah. so I don't know if that, how much of that building is still left. That's gone. That went down, I think. Ronnie Benz tore that down. So I, I may be on the left side of that, Howard. <clears throat> that, that's what I think. I think it's toward that, and I heard him say this. 16th Street is closed at both ends of the street. Well, I might as well just, just jump ahead to what I'm going to do for item number two here this morning. I haven't marked yikes on Market Street. I guess it's it, double yikes. Double yikes now. Listen, um, I, I, let me begin by saying what we say. We know, of course, this is a fire. It's a little different. But we know the streetscape is being done. I know it. I believe it. I firmly understand that when it's done, it's going to be great. But holy mackerel. We talked about it briefly yesterday. But I saw some more postings yesterday about Market Street. There is, uh, as you come up 12th, uh, and if you were look to your right, that would be between 14th and 12th, there is a giant chasm in the street. I mean, the street's closed. The whole street is closed. Market Street, Market Street I'm talking about. There's a giant chasm there. It's like a cavern almost. And yesterday, turning if you were to turn left there at the corner of 12th and Market, they've got another giant chasm right in front of the old Wheeling Pittsburgh Steel Building. So you can't do that, right? You can't make the left. And if you, I left here at the radio station, just to go half a block down and turn up 12th Street, sat on 12th Street probably for 20 minutes. They got bobcats and other you know equipment just running all around there at the corner of 12th and Market Street. 
uh, doing things. Uh, it's a mess. And I don't want to send any panic, but it is uh, 712. That that fire started uh, before, I think, 5 o'clock, Howard, right around the net. So what I'm getting at, I went out of 16th Street yesterday because I was heading towards Elm Grove. So that's right. pretty simple. You can't do that today unless they reopen that. Uh, I don't know. How long does that take? So you're going to have to ask yourself that question. If you're planning on leaving <laughs> Wheeling, it's not going to be that easy today. You're going to have to give it a little bit of thought. I actually gave thought yesterday to the fact that the last couple of days I've left, it's been difficult right there at the corner of, as I said, 12th and Market Street. Um, I had, I've had to wait 15, 20 minutes uh, just to get up the street, and I began thinking, where do I go? Either walking down to 14th Street, nope, can't do that because I, I can go up, but I can't turn towards the tunnel. Where do I go? How do I get uh, uh, so? I'm, and I've got a 10:30 meeting. I get out of here and get to Wheeling uh, University. Good luck, Howard. At, by 10:30. So holy mackerel! And the I mentioned this before. We have talked about the impact of this streetscape on businesses, Bob. You know, we've talked about what it did to Tito's uh, there at the corner of 10th and Main Streets. We talked about the Bridge Tavern uh, and the problems they had when they were basically literally cut off for a while. Other businesses downtown, right across from us, mugshots, because they've got the orange barrels have been in front of their business forever. But those businesses on Market Street, I mean, they're they're literally they're cut off. You, you can't get there. Well, our building is unique. We can come in from Main Street or we can come in from Market Street. Kind of circle around, but yeah. If we didn't have that ability to, to come in the door like that yesterday, how in the hell could you have got in the door off of uh, Market Street? How could you have done that? Yeah, I mean, just it's 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 just a mess. Now, I again, mean, th there's people whizzing by like you described, Howard. I mean, they are actually there's not a, like a flag or there. It, it is shut down. I also noticed coming down Main Street just this morning, and this happens every once in a while. The barrels are just slightly. Have you noticed this? They're slightly adjusted. Not a not you know the lanes are still the same lanes. But so I'm coming down Main Street through 10th, and I'm, I'm aiming the way I normally would aim, and suddenly, boom, there's a barrel right there. The barrel had just been moved kind of into what was yesterday the lane of traffic. And this is a PSA, and I'm, I'm not kidding. If you're coming into Wheeling today for any kind of business or anything, give it some thought and yeah. keep your head up because uh, it, there's a lot of things you have to pay attention what's going on. And you may think that you've got this all figured out because Main Street has been to some extent messed up for really a year or more. But now the, the, the Market Street problem and then throw in the fire up there on 16th Street, I don't know much about it. Uh, Channel 7 is reporting it on the air. I haven't seen anything on their website about it yet. I'll try and find out some more. I don't think I've gotten anything from Phil Stahl on this yet either. But uh, so you got the fire on 16th Street, which is, did you, Channel 7 says they're closed, 16th Street is closed? I know that for sure. You okay. know, I, I'm sitting here second guessing because I, I'm pretty sure it almost has to be on the second, the, the opposite side. But I know they said for sure, Howard, closed on both ends. All right. So you got 16th Street has got the, is closed. Main Street is the mess that we always have known. Market Street is, is really a mess. And the traffic has at least been tied up recently because, the, because the, there's literally construction going on right there at the corner of 12th and Market. Again, yesterday I couldn't figure out what was keeping it tied up. Tied up, and I looked up around. And I said, "There's a little bobcat just literally running around right in the right in the corner there." Sheesh. Now I know, I know, I know, I know. It's all for the good. I know in the end it's going to be a better place. I I know all of that. I really, really, honest to God, I know it. I believe it. I trust it. But right now, and the people I feel sorry for, we talked about this the other day, 
now on Market Street. Uh, the Vagabond Kitchen is, if, if you're not careful, when you walk in his front door, up to his front door, you can, it's like going over the Grand Canyon. There's a, there's a cliff right there. And Howard, there's folks like you and I, we lived here forever. We, you know, uh. But what about the people that just happened to, have yes. to come down, either off of Fort Henry or come through the tunnel, and the Martha, shock what hits the them? What's going on down here? And then they say, "Okay, well, you can't leave. You can never leave. You can't go out 16th Street, and you can't go out through the tunnel the way it is with Market Street. So good luck, and, and be uh, careful out there." Vagabond Kitchen is on the corner, so you can walk up to Matt's place. You know it's there. You could park on 12th or park on you know what. The one I feel sorry for is the brand newly opened Belgian Waffle Place, which is a couple doors down from the Vagabond Kitchen. It's brand new. People don't even haven't even found it yet, and they're basically shut off. I mean, they put out a note. Um, I think I printed it out last night. Uh, the uh, Belgian Waffle Place. When the roadblocks slow you down to the point you have hours upon hours of no foot traffic at all. Hours upon hours, they say nobody's come into their business. You become creative and hold on to plenty of faith. That's what the Belgian waffle, that's all you can do. So she said, we have a lot of things you can buy here at the Belgian waffle shop, including the fabulous French press. Please come and visit us. It's a brand new place. People don't even know it's there. Or if people do, they think, hey, let's try that new Belgian, Belgian waffle place. Where is it? Oh, it's down there. How do I get there? I don't know. So yikes. Yikes. And double yikes. That's, that's all, I got, all I got to say. And again, I know I know that it's all for the good, but right now it's just... And I don't. we'll get more on the fire, hopefully. I don't know how long 16th will be closed, because um, I don't know how big a fire it is. Did You You saw some video? Is that, is I, that... I did, and I guess it was more smoke than flames and stuff. I just got a text here. Okay. Uh, and you can text us as well, 304 304-214-1600. 1600 the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, uh, and that will help us out. It says here, 16th Street closed in both directions. Great. You can't uh, even uh, get on uh, 16 at, at Wheeling Clinic. And the, this building is on fire. Is the blue apartment, does that give you a visual blue, in your head, Howard? I'm, I'm trying to uh, – no, but I'll, I'll, it will probably come to me. I Oh, wait, I think I, we got a picture of it here. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, anyway, we'll try and get some more info. Thank you for that uh, over the text line. I appreciate that. And um, so you get 16th Street closed both ways, too. What a mess. But, it ha I mean, again, part of it's planned. It's the, the, the construction work there at, on Market Street. There's a fire. I mean, you can't – fires happen. So, jeez. And I got to get out of here quickly today. Maybe, this, Howard. This, you, the, you, this, <laughs> is, I, I, this is a meeting. I've already canceled it Ooh. once. And I've got to get out of here quickly today. Does anybody operate a rickshaw in Wheeling? Or they can maybe pull up Howard and dodge all the traffic and all the Marge's, construction? What Midge's uh, hot dog uh, cart? Doesn't she have that still out there roaming around, Midge? Could I, could I hop a ride? That and a couple blankets we need for Howard. Yeah, it is cold. It is cold outside. Baby, it is cold outside. Hey, uh, 719, 19 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Guess they had a good turnout last night up at the Quaker Steak and Lube. Uh, I saw some pictures of the dine for Tremendous, Donnie, absolutely. For, for Donnie Gilbert, and um, it looked to me in the pictures I saw on Facebook that the place was packed. It looked like people were having fun, people were eating and drinking, and that's good because that's what made 
the money racked up for uh, Donnie, so that's good. It was so crowded, Howard, that uh, I went through the drive-through and I asked twice when I made the order. You know, I said, "Look, I, I understand what's going there tonight. I don't really want to come in, but uh, will with that." And they they assured me that the uh, the pickup also would uh, go to that. Okay. So yeah, okay. Everything last night from four to ten p.m. I think was. Uh, 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 the money went to the uh, Donnie Gilbert Fund. So, again, our good friend Donnie Gilbert, who was um, uh, had, had some medical issues a couple of weeks ago, he is, we understand, recuperating. Not sure when he's getting back to the radio station, uh, but he is recuperating. He's recu- recuperating at home, correctly? He is. They come there and they do this. And, and he's on the phone with everybody. I mean, I talked to him. I uh, bet you. I bet you. you know, he so he's, he's bored. You know, he can't wait to get back. But, uh, you know, they they got through his thick head. And thank goodness. Look, Don, this is a process. You just can't stop in the middle. You know, I, if I it's, can go back tomorrow. No, no, you can't do that. You feel great. And that is, you know, awesome. But this is a process. And uh, I think he's got like two more weeks to go. Then look out. Look out. So I'm not sure. I, the last I heard, maybe the Pine Room guys doing tomorrow. Is that what you understand? No, the Pine Room boys are doing today. And I'll have that sorry, on, I'm, I'm, slider I, on I, sports. I apologize. Today is Thursday. I meant Thursday. That's Donnie. correct. They're filling in for Donnie today. And you're filling in for the Pine Room boys tomorrow. Yes. I, but it'll be here in the studio. We had to shift gears a little bit, a little reshuffling. For, for So for those folks that uh, were expecting the Pine Room boys uh, in Marshall County on uh, Walmart Drive on Friday, sorry, that it's just not. it, it just can't happen now. So uh, we apologize for that. But uh, listen closely. We'll try to make it up in somehow. And you can still go down to Gumby's on Walmart Drive and get everything. And they will, Howard. It's a very busy place. Everybody will be there but us. And and we feel really bad for that. Grab yourself some Pepsi or uh, some bubble gum or or whatever. Or whenever we go through Gumby's in Elm Grove, Teddy, you know what Teddy always asks for? Can they give me a lollipop? They always. And they are the nicest people at Gumby's in Elm Grove, by the way. They don't don't even used to have to ask. They just automatically give, give there Teddy, you, go. Yeah. you know, because because they're nice people. Very nice they're people. Nice people. So we appreciate Gumby's and also their our partners, uh, Jill's Gentlemen's Club, for uh, accommodating some changes we had to make this week because of uh, Donnie and everything else. I can assure you this, Howard Monroe. If today that, was payday. As soon as we said goodbye today, I'd head up on the hill and go to Jill's. I, it's it's a Jill's kind of day. <laughs> I just don't have enough singles in my pocket. <laughs> Do they take singles still? Well, yeah, well, payday, maybe I'll flash a couple. That's as high as I can go, ladies. 722, 22 after the hour. We are the Watchdog Morning Show. Phone lines are open. You may use them at 304-214-1600 or the text line, 304-214-1600, the text line, 304-232-8255. Now, uh, what else are we doing today? We're going to be tracking two big statewide issues in West Virginia. You may have been following the story. Hoppy's covered it closely. We've just touched on it. Uh, there is a lawsuit against the Southern Regional Jail. And this week, the magistrate in the case uh, said he would he thinks they should just go to default judgment because documents were destroyed or were unavailable. Lots and lots of documents just poof, missed, gone. What happened to them? What happened to them? Nobody seemed to know. Except, guess what happened yesterday? Did they find something, Howard? They found the documents. Hey, there they are. Suddenly they found the documents. A couple of people got fired, and nobody still is sure what. Where did Brian Abraham, the governor's chief of staff, was asked, well, where were they? No one really knows. <laughs> so Brad's coming in to help us understand this story because it turned out to be this is a much more complex story than it first was thought. And then the Mountain State foster care system is overwhelmed and overworked. You've been hearing stories about that uh, for months and months, actually years and years. 
Um, from West Virginia Watch, Amelia Nicely is coming in. She has been closely tracking this story. Uh, she's been wa- working the foster care coverage business for a couple of different employers. She worked for Mountain State Spotlight, I think, of the Gazette. But at any rate, she's with West Virginia Watch now. She's covering the foster care story. She'll bring us up to date, including in that lawsuit, a second lawsuit. Guess what? Missing emails again. Is there a trend of some kind? Is there a giant room somewhere in the governor's mansion or in the administration office building someplace where emails and material that should be saved goes? Is there like a giant shredder? I don't, well, it's not a shredder because they found them. I don't know. Amelia will help us with that. Um, items from Ogilvy Park, the Ohio County Airport, and the city and county being auctioned off this weekend. And Shane Stack and uh, Jim Frio coming in to give us some more details. We've talked to you and I a lot about the vehicles, but there's a lot of other stuff that's going to be up on this auction on Saturday as well. Uh, they will. And did you notice yesterday's uh, morning intelligence there, both Jim and Shane, right there, Howard, above the fold. Now, I've been on the front page a couple of times. I've never been above the fold, Howard. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking of a line, true line, that I uh, can't think of his name. The original founder of USA Today said uh, they had a story about a cheerleader. And he said, good story, good story. Next time, get the boobs above the fold. Oh. Above the fold. <laughs> I'm not calling them boobs, but both Jim and Shane were above the fold yesterday. This is a really big auction, and I'm glad they're coming in because, I mean, you and I, we, we, we got the list, but these guys know a lot more about the things well, again, on I the list. I didn't realize until reading the, the uh, story in the paper that, again, we, we talked about the vehicles. You know, we got the salt spreader and the snowplow. Those are the funny things we've chatted about. No, not funny, but, I mean, unusual. And, uh, and then, of course, cars, trucks, vehicles, those sorts of things. Uh, but there's some other stuff because Ogilvy Park is uh, part the airport is part of this as well. So we'll get an idea of some of the unusual things you may be able to bid on. No, the airport doesn't have anything like a governor's uh, helicopter or anything. Is it? I, you, maybe they're going to try to sneak that on the list, Howard. <laughs> Does anybody know where that helicopter came from? <laughs> All I'm saying, boys, is get the most money you can from that. Mr. Frio, sir, see if you can get the most money you possibly can for that. They want to take my chopper. No, I don't believe that, that job, but one, one never knows. And a GOP-led effort to kick admitted serial liar George Santos out of Congress failed yesterday. Oh, my goodness. What's taking him so long? I Howard? don't understand it. Uh, you know, they, they, he is an admitted liar on everything. I mean, look, uh, the man has not spoken a truth. I'm not, I don't think I'm exaggerating. He hasn't spoken a truth since he began to run for Congress. And, well, but... There are some, it's politics, Republican leadership can't afford to lose a member, so they're afraid to kick him out. We'll talk about that coming up later as well. So that's some of what I have for you. Whatever you have for us, feel free to uh, chime in at 304-214-1600 or 304-232-8255. We are here. We are ready to chat with you. It is 727 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hi, Toppy Kirchhoff will talk line on Metro News. We're here weekdays, 10.06 till noon, talking about what's happening in West Virginia and talking with you. I was just a little disappointed to hear your assertion that uh, you need a lot of money to run for office. This was supposed to be a citizen legislature. Now we have people that uh, basically aspire to my office, and uh, the only way they get there is by raising millions of dollars. Talk line, weekdays at 10.06 on this Metro News station. Is your business protected from cyber threats? 
In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Baron Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Live and local. With 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Come on in, baby, take a coat off. Come on in, baby, take a load off. Come on in, baby, sing the blues off. I'm gonna love that frown away. It's Thursday again, isn't it? Come on. We want to think about that as one of our openers. I like that. Baby, come on in. You might want to think about, don't take that coat off too quick. You might, you know, it's cold out there. (laughs) But it's warm inside here, Howard. That's what we say all the time. We're trying to warm you up here inside, 730 in the morning here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. You and uh, Bear do mainly NFL, right, when you do your thing? The the second half. uh, Did you you guys make any predictions about the World Series? We didn't even talk about it. Didn't talk about it. And I don't know if that's where you're going. I heard numbers that – a lot of people didn't even know they were playing the World Series this well, year. We talked about you and I a couple yesterday. I mean, I if you actually, I do a couple of news quiz like New York Times stuff. They do it online, uh, and it was like, what two teams were? I had no, I didn't even know who was in it. Let alone, you know, I, seriously. I mean, I, I look, I'm not on top of the sports world the way you are, but normally I could tell you who's playing. I couldn't even tell you who's playing. I do know who won. You know, Rangers won. They did, and uh, out of the the five games, Howard. And this is embarrassing because I love baseball. I grew up at a home that, man, ba- next to family, it was it was baseball. Uh, I just I didn't care. I think I watched maybe maybe one inning, and said I don't care. I'm going just to not, bed. No I, I just don't care. I have I, I just don't care. I said said earlier this week uh, of the major sports, baseball is the one I kind of enjoy watching the most, but didn't watch a single bit. Of, again, I I, I, didn't, I guess I knew the World Series was on. I didn't pay any attention at all. None. Zip zero zilch. Nit. Anyways, the Texas Rangers won. Bob will have more on that on Slider on Sports. And I assume you'll also touch on the other big story. Bobby Knight passed away yesterday. Yeah. Uh, there was a time, Howard, that uh, I might have had the Brooks Robinson reaction to the, the general, uh, Robert Montgomery Knight. But he's a guy that when he stuck around so long, I really soured on him. And I think a lot of people did. You know, when Indiana first fired him, 
that was my team that I rooted for basketball-wise, maybe even more so than uh, the Mountaineers because the they Gail Catlin uh, years. You remember those years, Howard. Uh, I remember them well. So I was a big Indiana Huger fan, big time. I mean, I had sweatshirts, toboggans, ball caps, T-shirts. I had, I had it all. And when they fired him, I put it all in a box, and I sent it to the university with with no explanation. Now they probably didn't even care because I'm sure I wasn't the only one. But I I believed in him so much. But then I heard stories when he came to Wheeling and just it was really hard to root for him after that. He spoke to the Wheeling Area Chamber of Commerce dinner one year, and it was during an era that I always went to the chamber dinner, and I had a reputation of always asking the difficult question in the question and answer session. I remember asking um, Bob, uh, CBS Morning News guy, is Dan rather goofy? I remember asking him that question. I remember asking um, Robert Novak, when do you think George W. Bush stopped using cocaine? I was kind of known for just, you know, embarrassing but stupid questions. They wouldn't even let me go to the Bobby Knight press conference. I'm serious. He probably choked you, Howard. Uh, that's it. The chamber, the chamber, they said, look, listen, we, we, we get the, the shtick that you're doing. No, you cannot. You can't. We're not letting you in. You may not do this with Bobby Knight. There was too much fear that while others kind of chuckled about it, Bobby Knight might have, I don't know, grabbed a chair or something. So they wouldn't. They literally wouldn't. Wouldn't let me. Wouldn't let me attend. Uh, more on this in sports coming up with Slider on sports in just a bit. Seven thirty-three twenty-seven till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Again, traffic note: uh, this morning, Sixteenth Street closed both ways because of a fire on Sixteenth Street, which we've been trying to figure it out. It looks like now it's on the um, f- closer towards the interstate end of Sixteenth Street, right up up that way. Yeah, I think I screwed it all up, Howard. I think it's on the same side as Channel Seven, but further down towards Neely's, and I think it's that blue building. If you can picture that siding, like we got the picture now, the smoke has cleared a little bit. I think it's right there by what the Salvation Army is right there. There's it's an there, alleyway, yeah. so yeah, I think Channel we got Seven it. is covering it. I just I don't have TV in here, and you're trying to watch it while we're doing a show, so it's kind of hard to tell, but. Um, and I'll, I'll see if it's on their website yet, any more details. But uh, anyways, if you're coming downtown, do be aware, uh, in addition to the usual mess of downtown right now, 16th Street closed both ways because of a fire. Market Street is now a mess because they're doing work on Market Street in addition to the Main Street now. Uh, market right around the corner of 12th Street, that's where all the problems are. So it's uh, geez, just be aware of all that. A little traffic note for you. 735, 25 till the hour. Taylor Long is here with Ohio Valley Headlines. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this November the 2nd. Crews responded to a structure fire in South Wheeling last night at 4515 Wetzel Street just before 730. Wheeling Public Information Officer Philip Stahl tells us the fire broke out in a living room of a trailer. No one was home at the time and there were no injuries. Stahl says firefighters were able to douse the flames quickly. The cause remains under investigation. Stay with 7 News for any updates. 
And two Chicago men are facing multiple charges in Jefferson County relating to drug trafficking and possession. 20-year-old Sinquan J. Dunn has been charged with 10 counts, including several felonies. He's accused of trafficking and possessing cocaine in a fentanyl-related compound. 26-year-old Thomas Cunningham has been charged with six counts. He is also alleged to have trafficked and possessed cocaine in a fentanyl-related compound. The charges stem from drug arrests in August. And Tyler Carhut, a 27-year-old from Toronto, was indicted by the Jefferson County Grand Jury on Wednesday for several crimes. He is accused of shooting at police and leading them on a multi-state car chase in September. Some of the charges he faces are aggravated burglary, aggravated assault, and failure to comply with an officer. You can find more details and a full list of charges on our website, WTRF.com. And over to Weirton, Permani Bros is opening their new location at 255 St. Thomas Drive today. And get this, the first 100 people through the door will get free sandwiches for a year. Hungry fans can join the opening celebration tailgate, which is already underway. Doors are set to open to the first 100 tailgaters around 10 this morning. In addition to all of that, there's going to be games, prizes, and even a DJ. The CEO of Permani Bros says the company has been wanting to come to Weirton for years. And he says there's no better way to celebrate. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Hi, Toppy Kirchhoff will talk line on Metro News. We're here weekdays, 10.06 till noon, talking about what's happening in West Virginia and talking with you. I was just a little disappointed to hear your assertion that uh, you need a lot of money to run for office. This was supposed to be a citizen legislature. Now we have people that uh, basically aspire to my office, and uh, the only way they get there is by raising millions of dollars. Talk line, weekdays at 10.06 on this Metro News station. Mornings are darker, leaves turn brighter, nights are cooler. Enjoy your fall season with us every weekday here on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Spend my dollar, park in a holler, needs a mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight, make a little loving, a little turn it up and on. 
7.40, of the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Thursday is always country bumper music. I said earlier, it's, it's, it's hard for me to believe it's Thursday already. I didn't even think about it until I heard the bumper music. Said, Man, this week, is it me or is this week just sped by? Well, usually, I mean... Uh, last you, week, we missed two days. Well, you and I each missed a couple of days, and you would think this week would be dragging on, but uh, it's a complete opposite. Yeah, tomorrow's Friday. Howard. I mean, it's, it's hard for me to believe that I heard that country music bumper music today. That's, that's kind of crazy. Hoppy, uh, the little promo we had for Hoppy there, I didn't hear his conversation from which that was taken, but I guess there was discussion about how much does it cost to run for office. And the sad reality is it does... You, you, you know, that's one of the biggest impediments to anybody wanting to run for office. If you can't raise money or if you don't have money running for a public office, I mean, even the city council, certainly a state legislative position, and then you go up to the governor or senators, right? It requires a huge amount of money. And to a lo- much of the time, at the higher levels, Bob, it comes where? It comes from the corporate PACs. You know, it's not like you and me giving $50 to our friends that we think would do a good job, you know, running for office. The money comes from the corporate PACs. They write the giant checks um, for buying advertising and all that sort of stuff. And I guess on the one hand, being a radio person, we're happy that we get the giant checks, right? But it, it, it really does distort public perception because anybody who has enough money can create an image of their opponent that isn't necessarily true. Want an example? Let's go to Alex Mooney and Dave McKinley. Mooney was able, through television and radio advertising, to paint an unfair picture of Dave McKinley, and he was not elected. Now, I'm bringing all of this up because there was a proposal this week in 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 the Senate by Josh Hawley, and let me quickly say, he's a Republican, let me quickly say, I don't like him. He's not one of my favorite people. Josh Hawley is not one of my favorite people. Um, but he, it's a good proposal. He, wanted to, he proposed limiting outside money, limiting corporate PAC money in election campaigns, which I think is a really good thing. I'm a, I'm a firm believer that the first step towards cleaning up our democracy is, well, the first step is getting rid of Donald Trump, but the second step is getting the money out of politics. So it's a good thing. And Mitch McConnell, you got to give him credit for saying the quiet part out loud. Mitch McConnell says, we don't want to vote for that. We don't want to stop corporate PAC money. McConnell just openly goes, hey, that's how we get elected. Corporations give us money and we use it to get elected. So Hawley, again, whom I really don't like, but he's got a really good idea. Let's stop allowing corporations to buy elections. And McConnell says, it's okay, they're buying our elections. That's crazy. Had a caller, didn't have time to go on, Howard, but he also wanted to make the point that, uh, you know, the average working person can't afford to take time off work to politic because they just can't afford it. You know, if you become a U.S. senator or a member of Congress, it is a full-time gig. But if you want to run for the state house. It's a it's a sixty day a month a sixty day a year deal. Actually, it's more than that because you got interim stuff. But it's it's a part time gig, and and what's worse, it's a part time gig, but it is a part time gig in one long stretch. So you're a coal miner. Will your company tell you you can be gone for sixty days between in in January through March to go to legislature? Will they fill for you because just because you're running for you know you're in, that's exactly right. The 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 nature of the job sometimes 
We don't pay enough to be a full-time job, and we demand a full-time action out of you. It's a little bit, a little bit different if you're running for city council. I mean, you don't get paid very much, and but you're in your hometown. It's kind of, a, it's really sort of a volunteer thing almost. But you step up to another level. You can get the money. You have to have the time. And it all adds up. It just helps tilt it towards where you know the the average person just doesn't really have a chance against the wealthy. So why do we have? Again, I talk about the legislature, state legislature. Why do we have so many attorneys in there, for example? Because they can, they can afford the time. They control their own time. They can take the time to go and do that. Teachers, I'm, there are teachers in the legislature. But, you know, you go to, the, go to your school system and say, listen, I'm going to be in the legislature for 60 days. Uh, you get a 60-day sub, substitute for me? That's, that's asking a lot. And would you think it would also tilt it in the way of age where someone retired, already coming through, has more time, sure. more opportunity? Absolutely. Young people just don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't, I could not, and some of you are going, well, thank God for that. I couldn't be in the legislature and still do the radio show. I mean, five days a week, I have to be here and, and do the show. And, uh, you know, the company probably. I just got a text, Howard. You just got nominated. People want you to run. <laughs> <laughs> They'd like me to run again because that way I wouldn't be able to be here. I get it. I understand it. I understand it. Yeah. So I, uh, it's money that money gets in the way. Listen, I'm terrible at I'm terrible at asking people for money. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Uh, so raising money would be just terrible for me. Uh, and I'm not. This, I don't. That, forget me. That was a little joke. But raising money keeps people from running, and then the amount of time that you need becomes a, a big issue. Uh, let's see what this says. Three zero four two one four sixteen hundred text line. Frio stack auction service text line. I did not know that, but that's irrelevant to my conversation. So we'll get to that at some other some other point. Well, let's see. Um, you know who I'm not seeing here this morning? Yeah, I'm uh, kind of worried about our friend. Adam Fike. Morning meteorologist extraordinaire from the Big Seven. Missed him yesterday. Thought maybe he was just having lunch. Forgot, forgot about or it. Or forgot about us. Forgot about us. But he's not here again today. And actually, in fairness to Adam, I did hear from Adam last night. He is... Remember what you had last week? I do. How could I forget? He had it, but I think he's got it ten times worse. Ooh. Uh, again, we, that thing that's going around, nobody quite wants to know what it is. Is it the flu? Is it, is it, uh, is it a cold? Is it RSV? It's that thing that's going around. But he's got that thing that's going around. Well, for two and a half days, Howard, he kicked my ass. So uh, good luck, Adam. Hope If you're listening, we wish you nothing but the best. We see you, We'll see you next week, pal. That's basically the story. He said, look, uh, he sent a text to me last night. First of all, Apologize for not having let us know ahead of time. I get it. He's you. You were that way. He says I was. I was out. I, I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't, I, 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 I know. Didn't think to let you know because I was boom. I was zonked out. Well, Howard, what are we going to do? What the hell are we going to do without a weather forecast? Well, hold on, because Adam, he may be. He may be sick. He may be under the weather. He may be. He may may be ill. I am sick. I can't make it today. But however, he did. He actually sent me a weather forecast. What a trooper. I, that's what I thought, too. Howard, here it is from your weather perspective for this week. Expect sunshine on Thursday and Friday. In the 40s on Thursday, today. Back to the 50s on Friday, tomorrow. Temperatures rise throughout the weekend into the 60s by the end of the weekend. Look for more clouds coming in over the weekend. And rain chances return early next week, Monday and Tuesday. So that is the accurate and up-to-date forecast from Adam Fike, who, from his bed of pain, 
from his, I don't know what, sneezing and coughing and wheezing or whatever he was doing, feverish brow, uh, he took time out to prepare a forecast and send it to me. Howard, I feel like I let you down this morning. I wish I would have known that. I would have had that real cool radio weather person uh, background. You could have put <laughs> your hand over your ear and done I your... know the weather. <laughs> we, we maybe, maybe tomorrow we'll do that, Howard. All right. Uh, it is uh, 28 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Feels like 23, 24 at the Highlands, 21 in Elm Grove, 26 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Nice, clear morning, but a frosty morning. Uh, you're still going to have to, if you have not yet uh, had your first visit with your vehicle this morning, you'll probably still have to fr- scrape a little bit, get the frost off of it this morning. And before we move on and get ready for slider on sports, um, just one quick second. Uh, you mentioned big-time radio announcers. Uh, one of the uh, longtime radio personalities here in the Upper Ohio Valley passed away yesterday. Uh, did not work ever at this station. I worked with him a couple of times briefly. His long tenure was at the country station WOBK. Michael St. James. Oh, uh, Donnie did tell me he was uh, quite ill. I didn't know he was Michael that Michael had been having, some, I want to say heart problems, but please don't hold me to that. I think so. But he'd been having some problems on and off. Uh, Michael St. James, uh, for many years, was the morning guy at WOBK Radio, top-rated station in the town at the time. And um, um, then he, he uh, came over uh, when he left there. I actually brought him over to Womp for a while, and he worked at Womp. Uh, he, was, he, was, he did play-by-play for me uh, for one year. We did, um, was it Bel Air? I guess it was Bel Air Big Reds when I was over at the radio station. Uh, but I did not work with him that closely. But he was just a delightful guy, a delightful guy. Um, passed away yesterday. So uh, condolences to the family and friends of Michael St. James, the former listeners of Michael. He's been off the air now for... I guess 10 years or so. Um, but um, Michael St. James, one time, one time, the guy in town, WOVK, when they were the super radio station here in town. Um, and they're still, they still are big, don't get me wrong, but they were dominant, major dominant then. And uh, Michael passed away yesterday. And I just want to take a minute to, uh, to take note of that. And again, and he was just a good guy. I mean, I, I really enjoyed working with him because he's just a nice, good, friendly guy. Um, and, and Bob, I don't know if you know this or not, but, not everybody in radio is. No, I've met a couple that I uh, and I'm sure guys will say, "Well, Bob Slatter's on that list," but uh, you know, can't please everybody, Howard. But uh, very sad. He wasn't very old either, was he? What, no, did he have his age there? Yeah, no, I think he was. Uh, I I thought I printed out the obituary and I didn't. I'll double check that. He was older than I thought. Let me put it that way, because um, they're all they're all kids to me, you know. So. Anyways, condolences to Michael, uh, Michael's family, and uh, his real name was George Reiser, I think. Nobody would, I would not have, if I had seen the obituary with his real name in it, I would have just skipped right on by. But that was called to my attention, that's actually Michael St. James. All right, 10 to the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Adam is sick, but Slider is here. Some might say he's been sick all the time, but we've got Slider on sports. That's only a minute or two away. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. 
Now at Menards, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Put the finishing touches on your kitchen or bathroom with a new faucet from Moen. Moen creates faucets that feature innovative technology and have a timeless aesthetic. Get the Hilliard Bath Faucet for $129.99 after rebate. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through November 5th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care close to home. Developing new and exclusive services. Recruiting top surgeons. Featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery. Improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video, we are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch. And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds and the ink stains that are dried upon some line. That keeps you in the back roads by the rivers of my memory. It keeps you ever gentle on my mind. That's one of your favorite songs, right? It is. It's probably my favorite country song. Yeah, it's a good country. A country on my mind. Uh, <laughs> gentle on my gentle mind. Gentle on my mind. God, it went right out the door. Gentle on my mind. Ha, I'm Glenn Campbell. You had something else on your mind. Actually, I did have something else on my mind. I want to look this up with Michael St. James, who passed away. Real name, Robert Geyser, as I said. If I had seen that on the obituary, I wouldn't have, I, I would have passed it by. But uh, Michael St. James, a uh, big-time radio star here in the Ohio Valley, I'd say that seriously, not jokingly, 68. He was 68 years old. Uh, as I said, a little bit older than I would have guessed. Um, well, heck, he's only two years, young, two years younger than I am. So, yeah, he's up in, up in my, my age range. There you go. Anyways, in case you were curious about that, because we asked him, 68 when he had passed, as he passed away uh, earlier this week. Uh, six of the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We've got uh, a lot to talk about in Slider on Sports. Last night in Phoenix, Arizona, the Texas Rangers shut out the Arizona Diamondbacks 5 to nothing and win their first World Series championship in team history. The Rangers finished with 11-0 record on the road, Howard. That, I mean, that, that's incredible. This postseason, that's a major league record. They went out and never lost a game on the road, and that's, that's really hard to do in baseball. Texas manager Bruce Bochy wins his fourth World Series in 13 years, uh, winning three of them with the San Francisco Giants. Ranger Corey Sager was named the series MVP. It was Sager's second Most Valuable Player award. He won it also with the Dodgers in 2020. 
He joins Hall of Famer Sandy Koufax, Bob Gibson, Reggie Jackson, and are the only players to win two World Series MVP awards. The Rangers winning the Fall Classic leaves just five major league teams who have never won the World Series. Those teams are the Colorado Rockies, the Milwaukee Brewers, San Diego Padres, the Seattle Mariners, and the Tampa Bay Rays. This has nothing to do with it, but the Cleveland Browns have never won a Super Bowl either. I had to get that in. <laughs> Just for the heck of it. Just for the heck of it. <laughs> Thursday night NFL football tonight. The Tennessee Titans take on the Steelers in Pittsburgh. That's an 8-15 kickoff. Quarterback Kenny Pickett is ex- expected to start the game for the Steelers. Also, defensive standout Cam- Cameron Hayward is expected to return for tonight's game. Pittsburgh favored by three points. Legendary college basketball coach Bob Knight has passed away. The iconic, controversial Knight was hired in 1971 as the head basketball coach at Indiana University. His 1975-76 Hoosier team was the last team to go undefeated and win a national championship. Knight would go on to win two more national titles at Indiana. Bobby Knight was 83 years old. You can catch up on more sports this afternoon as the Pine Room Podcast will be filling in for Donnie Gilbert today from noon to 3 on the Watchdog Network. Donnie's still on the mend, and the Pine Room boys will be here talking sports, all kind of stuff from 12 to 3. Coach, Jarrett, Matt, Jub, they'll all be right here in the studio. Slatter on Sports Time, 757. And then uh, because the Pine Room guys are here today, tomorrow for the uh – uh, Friday afternoon broadcast live from the studio, not from Gumby's, but um, Bob Slider. Can we call you this like the Slider Room or the Pine Slider? Or, uh, we, you know, when you're filling in for those guys, do we give you a special name? No, my partner, uh, besides you, Howard, don't, I shouldn't have said that. My other partner, my weekend <laughs> partner, Brian Beresford Bear out in uh, Columbus, Ohio, he will be joining me. So it'll be a little bit of version prime time, three hours of good old boys on sports. All right. Tomorrow from noon to three. Uh, again, uh, the, uh, the we'll be broadcasting from here rather than from the Gumby's location normally that we do. We do encourage you to go on down to Walmart Drive Absolutely. or any of the Gumby's locations. We go down to uh, – we plan to be at the Walmart Drive location tomorrow. Go on down, grab yourself, uh, you know, a, a Pepsi because – Pepsi can be calling you, <laughs> or uh, whatever you need, but don't don't forget to patronize the Gumbies, and we will we will be back to Gumbies again. We're going to try to do one more big send off, Howard. Week. One more football Friday. We're just trying well, to we'll put be, it together. We'll be, we'll be having the, uh, the playoff season will be la- playoffs will be laid out by that time. Absolutely. So. so keep your fingers crossed on the weather, Howard. We have, we've been really lucky. We we have been. Um, also, this afternoon, should quickly remember uh, Paul Harris will be in from three to three to five, and this evening the Neil Brown Show on the radio station as well. So, lots of stuff coming up here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Now, next hour we're going to start one of two major uh, statewide stories we're going to talk about. Brad McElhenney with us to talk about this lawsuit against the Southern Regional Jail. The suit itself is a pretty big deal. Uh, claims of, of reminded me of the uh, the lawsuit against the penitentiary all those many years ago up here in Moundsville. Uh, the Southern Regional Jail, jail treating people poorly, overcrowding, no food, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the suit itself is a big deal. And then we heard this week that documents involving the suit that had been told to be preserved were not preserved. That's, that, I mean, that in itself I think is a crime, but there was a lot of talk about that. And then yesterday Brad McElhinney reported, wait a minute, they found them. Hold on, how could they, where were they? 
governor's the chief of staff says no, no. Um, Brad's going to be here to try and pull all of that together for us coming up in the next hour of the show plus uh, President Biden is tiptoeing around new la no labels because I guess he doesn't really want to anybody to think that Joe Manchin could get in there and battle him we'll talk about all of that next hour watchdog morning show it's eight o'clock right now through cupped hands round the tin can i pretend to hold the you Watch to Dog my breast fm 98.1 am 1600 wkkx wheeling fm 97.7 am 1370 wvly moundsville